It's the RU Review. It's episode number four. I'm Steve Titchener in the studio with Matt Lachlan. John McAlevey is on the line, and the Big Ten schedule starts, guys, and with a bang. They go to Michigan, the big house in Ann Arbor. This is where the rubber meets the road. Now, we talked, Matt, the idea was to go 3-0. and They did that. Let's talk about the Delaware game a little bit. There was a possible scare there. Very good FCS team, one of the better FCS teams in the country, ranked like 6th or 7th. They came in, but Rutgers controlled that game from the beginning. To me, the big, what I saw is, is a cohesive offense. They had an offensive plan, and it worked right out of the jump. And they uh, they scored early and uh, controlled the game. I think the one concern would be is uh, Delaware ran the ball a little bit, uh, which is a concern. I think with that, uh, as I said, even said this last week, that running back, Dijon Lee, even Chiano said he, he's a good player, quick. Uh, you know, hits the hole fast and goes, and, and he got a little, he got enough room where he was running a little bit. So a little bit of a concern there, but they handled Delaware pretty well, as they should have. And so there was no, uh, no scare there. Uh, and now they're 3-0 and going to Michigan, a very, very improved Michigan. But, um, but I thought uh, it was a, it was a, a good game uh, at, at SHI Stadium. It did exactly sure. what they had to do. It was not as much of a contest as I thought it potentially could be last week. My thought was you look past Delaware to Michigan at your own peril. Uh, Delaware highly ranked, but in a lower uh, level of competition. And, you know, if you're not careful, you can get burned. But Rutgers did exactly what it had to do. It was totally focused, by far the better team. It really wasn't any kind of a contest at all. A comfortable win, put it in your hip pocket. And absolutely, Johnny, they did what they needed to do. They started the season at 3-0, and and now they need three more wins. The countdown is on. The countdown yeah. is to three. Because if they it get is. three more, they're bowl eligible. As, uh, as Steve said in, at the top, here's where the rubber meets the road. And, and if I could... Take a quote from from Greg Schiano when he opened up his press conference on Monday morning uh, following the Delaware game. He said, you guys know how I feel and how I felt a long time that Rutgers belonged in the Big Ten. And it's weekends like this that made me want to be in this league. We are excited about the opportunity. They did what they had to do with the the um, out of conference schedule, which was, you know, let's face it, it wasn't too taxing, the, the game at, at Syracuse notwithstanding. They took care of what they had to do, and now they've put themselves in position to to really have a season. You know, let's let's see what they're all about. Are people expecting them to, to win in the big house? No. But, you know, let's see how they stack up. I think Shiano in that quote is saying that pretty much we're excited about the opportunity. I want to see what I have here. Let, mm-hmm. You know, let's get this car out on the road and yeah, yeah. Uh, open it up a little bit. Yeah, so, it's, it, um, and they're going to be on, you know, three thirty on ABC. ABC so yeah. there's not going to be hiding from anybody. People are people are tuning in to find out if the uh, Shiano magic and the whole chop stuff is uh, has some legs to it. And, and I think the three of us are as well. And I can watch the game at the brewery. We don't get big, the Big Ten Network. We don't get the ACC <laughs> Network. So I'm always I'm fiddling with my phone. I'm fiddling with my laptop. I'm in the back all the time watching these games. And now mm. it's going to be – we have a huge big screen at uh, at the uh, brewery, and we're going to put that on. It's uh, Outstanding. It's, yeah, it's for sure. Be great. And more to the Delaware game is that, you know, 
Matt, you're right in, in, in wondering if Rutgers would beat them because that letdown game was always there for them, and they always played down in the competition, it seemed. And uh, and that's what's important about this, is this is a team they should beat, a team that they just had outmanned. It, it showed, and they, and they, again, took care of business. So very important. And uh, look, um, you know, it hasn't been perfect, but but 3-0, the the, uh, the – Record's perfect, and uh, that was important going into this. Now, you well, guys, it's crucial because yeah. now you look at the schedule and you try to figure out where the other three yeah. wins are, right, or the six wins are. So they had to get these to yeah. take some of the pressure off of what lies yeah. ahead. And now there are what nineteen point dogs in this one. Yeah. That makes sense. I figured it was going to be somewhere between a two touchdowns and three touchdowns. Here we go. Um, very look, it's hundred ten thousand people packing into it. I've been there a number of times. What a fantastic atmosphere it is. Just really is. I wish I could go this week, uh, but uh, um, so. How about getting back to Delaware? How about you know we have been talking in the past about how Noah Vedral was a you know the game manager and whatnot. He yeah. comes out Saturday and all of a sudden it's Justin Herbert throwing the peel all over the place. Yeah, looking good. You know he threw a, a nice deep ball early on to uh, to Melton mm-hmm. and uh, he did a nice job. You know one thing that's I don't know if I would call it concerning, but Although Isaiah Pacheco had two touchdowns on the ground, he still didn't reach 100 yards. They're not really running the ball as well as I thought that they would. No. And, um, you know, to, to beat a team like Michigan, you're going to have yeah. to go on some long, yeah. sustained drives. So they're going to have to be able to run the ball, and they don't want to make uh, Vendral a pocket passer. And so we're going to have to get that offensive line kicking it into gear. Um, but yeah, it was impressive, aggressive showing from, uh, from Noah behind center. I Saturday. think so. And again, I thought it was a cohesive offense. It looked like they had a plan. Gleason had a plan here too. And give credit to Vedral, man. He executed and, uh, and they, they moved the ball and it was all over the field too. It was, it, you know, they had screens, he was throwing the ball downfield, did a lot of screens where they had a room for the, uh, uh, the receiver to run. So again, um, was that because because of the competition, uh, well, you know we're, we're going to see uh, again. Remember, Vedral had a very good game against Michigan. I mean, she, uh, last year, Shiano did say that it was kind of wasn't real last year, which is very, being very honest. Um, yeah. You know, no no one in the stands, and it was just kind of every team was in disarray for one reason or another. So, um, and here's where we talk about Michigan and. You know, Harbaugh, in the offseason, he said straight up, they're going to the run. That's how they're going to get back to Michigan football. Maybe look at some tape of the old Bo Beckler days or whatever, but old Big Ten football uh, where you just pound it, ground and pound. They're going back to that. Um, I mean, they had like over 400 rushing yards last week. Now that was the it's working. That was Northern Illinois. It was yeah, they haven't played much of a 63 to 10 there, but, you know, Throw a lot of guys out there. Blake Corum, uh, Donovan Edward, uh, Hassan Haskins, uh, Tavier Dunlap. I mean, a bunch of people were running the ball last last week for these guys. Yeah, Blake Corum's so, been their yeah, best running well, yeah. back. They can't. They don't, it's not that they can't throw the ball. Ronnie Bell, their star receiver, yeah, got, hurt got hurt in the hurt, first yeah. game. It's uh, a big loss for them, actually. You know? it, it is. Now, they haven't shown that they've got another guy that they can utilize in that spot or much of a passing game. McNamara's not throwing the ball all that much, as you alluded yeah. to. I don't think they've thrown the ball even 50 times, a total of 50 yeah. through the three well, games. Well, they're running the way they're doing it. Why, why right. Bother? So it is old school, but it's not It's not the way the game is played today. So I guess the question is, can Rutgers stay in the game 
maybe take a lead and force Michigan out of its comfort level. Yeah. If Michigan just pounds the ball all day long and can score, and just, then they never the have to get out of their comfort zone. They never have to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. They chew up the clock, and it will be that much more difficult for Rutgers. So we'll see. And that's a concern because the defensive line has played okay. Um Again, there's a few holes that were opened up last week, and that's Delaware. Yeah, if Delaware's but, running the ball, know, I don't care who that running you know, back Julius is. Julius Turner, Mike, Mike Tiverto, these guys and company, I mean, they got a lot. And I think that they just got to, you know, Shiano's going to have a plan there, but, you know, and they do have a good linebacker room, but, you know, Batakazi, Tyshawn Fogg, all those guys are going to have a lot of work, man. They're going to have to come up and, and fill holes in that line, man. And so uh, it's um, – and I'd imagine, you know, they're going to be given some pounds. This is usually the case, man. You know, you know, Michigan's line is going to be a bunch yeah. of monsters. So, you know, Steve, what I'm going to keep my eye on is uh, right there in the middle at the point of attack. Um, I didn't know who the starting center was, so I just went and checked it out. But Andrew Vestardis is the center from Michigan, and Julius Turner is the, the nose tackle there. Keep your eye on that. Turner's had a really good season. I'll he was very good last year. He's off to a terrific start this year. Top as um, nails. And, he's a shorter defensive lineman, but, he, but yeah. he's big and thick he's and stocky and, and he's at quick. The point of he's, attack yeah. There, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you can, if you can, and, and if I'm not mistaken, is he a Michigan transfer? I think no, he, that was Dawn for last year. Okay, that's yeah. right. That's he's, right. Uh, but I, think he's played, yeah, I think he made an NFL roster. Good. Yeah, he's been really good. So. Uh, I'm going to keep my eye on that. You mentioned Fadakasi right there in the middle. I mean, if he's making a lot of tackles, then that's a good thing. But if, if the tackles are coming from the secondary, then that's not a good thing. Yeah. You, know, you want that yeah. point of attack. They got to hold that line. Um, and uh, listen, Michigan is uh, right, right up in the, one of the tops. Uh, they might even be number one. They're rushing for over 350 yards a game. Yeah, they are number one. As Matt said, if they're doing that, then it's going to be a long day. you got to get them out of that comfort zone. And that's it. The line's going to have to hold up the offensive line for Michigan because if they can get a hat, a blocker on the Rutgers linebackers, then it's trouble, John, as as you alluded to. And that was the case last week against Delaware. Like, there were times when Fogg just couldn't get there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, so – and. And then if they're if they're pounding the ball, then you get a situation. We've seen this before with Rutgers, where they just kind of get outmanned in the second half, and they start to wear down. And you know what? You hope that they, they can keep the defense off the field enough. The offense can sustain yeah. a few drives, and they got to score. They absolutely have to score. So, so we'll see. Yeah, and I'm not they, sure all their offensive woes are over. Uh, you know, it was a terrific showing oh, no, against Delaware, but now we'll see as they step one in with decent the big game boys. against an FCS team. Come on, you got to exactly. a good game. I don't want to say decent, good offensive show against an FCS team is mm. not how you're going to uh, judge a team. Yeah, they're going to judge a team as as Shano said a number of times in his in his uh, press conference. Going to judge a team on the, the, the Big Ten schedule and especially man, and like I said, they're starting with a bang at the Big House with Michigan here, and then we got to talk talk I about. I kind of like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I think it's great. You know, let's let's see, like let's that. see right out of the jump. Let's see what's what's happening yeah. here. I, I would rather Bill play. Parcells, you, yeah, Bill you'd rather play a Purdue or a Northwestern, I, Matt. I, I would rather play somebody other than Michigan right now. Mm-hmm. I'd like to continue to have the opportunity to improve and to work with the team before I step in. Good point to the Coliseum and face the Lions, but 
That's <laughs> what the schedule exactly. calls for. And by the way, it's the Lions this week. It's the Lions next yeah, week. And it's the Lions the week after. So I would rather a <laughs> somewhat easier schedule to yeah. begin. But I understand you've got an undefeated team. On both sides, Michigan rejuvenated the history they have. Rutgers taking them to triple overtime last year. The game is on ABC. There are so many positive factors. I mean, I don't want to diminish that by saying, oh, it would be better if they played Northwestern on the Big Ten Network. It's a much better game, a measuring stick for sure. Much more emotion in this one from a Rutgers perspective. But from a coaching perspective, I might want a somewhat easier assignment. And also, guys, you know, we talked about Michigan's running game, but, you know, Cade McNamara came off the bench last year and picked apart the secondary, picked them apart. So there's that concern, too. I mean, they can pass the ball, too. So they've got weapons. And I know he hasn't done much this year, Cade McNamara, only because he hasn't had to because they're running the ball so much. But that's another concern. And then a huge concern on, on, on the Rutgers side is that they're down two players, Max Melton, Chris Long got suspended. Now, Max Melton was a, a, a starter, Bo's brother, had two um, two interceptions, a fumble recovery. One of them was a pick six. He's had a great season. He's, he's a speedy uh, defensive back. Blocked a that, punt, right? Yeah, that hurts losing him. And uh, apparently he was driving around campus. To, they were firing a, a paintball gun outside of the car. Just real dumb stuff. We don't know enough about it, I guess, to can only speculate. Um and, and and we'll find out, hopefully. Well, let's start with this. Regardless of what it was all about, whether it was something that was targeted from a serious nature, a little brew, ha-ha, that yeah. this is how they decided to take the situation to another level, or it was just some college kids being stupid and deciding, isn't this cool, we'll just shoot some paintballs and guys will get covered in paint and, and what have you. It's just... Dumb. And it's going to cost, I mean, it could be anything from serious to dumb, but either way, it costs them two critical components, one a starter and one a key reserve. And now you got to move guys around. Uh, Not, not a good way to start the big 10 portion of your And And then how long is the suspension? Again, we don't know the specifics of this case. I'll say this. I mean, if it was the horsing around amongst friends or something is one thing. If they're shooting at unsuspecting people, I mean, we we don't know what that is yet. Because I'll tell you, have you ever played paintball? No. Oh, I I did for one time. It was my first and last. You know, you get shot by those things. It hurts. Mm. And then not only does it hurt, you have a splotch of pain on you. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm sitting in the woods. Everybody else is so into it. I, I don't know what I, you know, I'm not a soldier. I mean, come on. Sure enough, I got shot more than I shot anybody. I'll tell you that. And it's, it's a, it hurts, man, these things. So it's not like it's something that just like, you know, breaks on your clothing and that's it. Yeah. It, it's, it's painful. It's a, it's pretty thick plastic and it has to break. So a lot of times, sometimes they don't break. That's how that's how hard they, they have to hit you to, in order to break. So this isn't a it's not that small of a thing, man. It's a, you know it, no. it's not a firearm, obviously. So the the, the charges aren't as high as they is is if it were if it were actually an actual gun. I mean, they, you know, obviously well, the kids God. were horsing they a regular gun, right? <laughs> well, the and they're up on murder were, char- attempted murder charges or potentially yeah. murder charges. Well, the kids horsing around, but it was, it was pretty if dumb If they were stuff. horsing around, we yeah, don't know. We, and, and we'll figure out. But anyway, the bottom line is they're a man down and a big man down. He was a, he was a very strong player, defensive back for them. He's having a good season so far. So it, it is Maybe. a 
Steve, do they have fraternities at Rutgers? Could it be maybe yeah. a fraternity prank? The, I don't know. The Delta Tau Chi house. Yeah, but why would he it. be? Why would he be horsing around with that? And why on the on the week before you're you know now you got this huge huge energy, this electric energy out in Ann Arbor, and you're going to be back in Jersey, man, not with your teammates. Uh, listen, why would you do it in the middle of July? I got an right. idea. Let's just ride around and shoot people with with paintball capsules. Now, if it turns out that it was people they knew and this was a little thing they had back and forth, then that's one thing. It's stupid, but it's one thing. It was just horsing around. But if it wasn't, like, what are you doing? Right. Well, my yeah. point is in July, now, maybe have a, July, maybe have a little time on your hands. Here you're locked into the season, man. Wait, I mean, was was this a late night Listen, Monday night kid, thing? Kids can know, be man. very immature. Yeah. We know that yeah. people make yeah. stupid decisions. Yeah. Well, Honestly, I hope for all involved, that's what it was. Yeah, it was yeah. no more than and young kids making a, bad decisions. Shiano had to make the move. Had to yeah, make the move, absolutely. obviously. So you hope that he's. What is this, Florida State? Florida? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, well, well, we're we're going to punish him by sitting the opening kickoff. Oh, Matt, he we can't get, play in the opening kickoff. Guys, we can get into that. Does this happen in the South? Does this happen in Alabama? Does this happen in oh, Georgia? Yeah, well, or do they guys, go, hey, hey, run back to your dorm, guys. Come on. No, Put no, the no, horse no. around. There, there are stories that those guys have uh, – where players have been arrested in other programs. Yeah. I, I don't know about the big cover. Because it, was, sure Rutgers, it was Rutgers police that, that, that arrested was. them, correct? It was. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, No, I, I think it's played a little differently, no question, in the Northeast. But – you know, we we maybe it's only the tip of the iceberg at some of these other schools, but they've they've had issues as well. Who it's knows? hard to cover up anymore. On the young, right, fellas? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a dumb move. And, and listen, how does that even his, his brother's got to be ticked off? Both his parents went to Rutgers. I don't think the Melton uh, family is uh, is happy here. But I mean, they need they need Max, and that, that's the the bottom line. Is that's a it's a big loss, and we hope that it's just. Something minor, minor charges are going to be dropped. Maybe loses a couple days, days and gets back on the field. You don't want a kid, you know, you don't want his career to be ruined over it, obviously. But again, as as, as you said, Matt, we don't know what happened here, and we got to find out. The, the yeah, facts until you and, do, and all that, you and can't really so, make a proper determination. Same thing with Rutgers, yeah, and, and yeah. they they obviously know more about it than we do. But uh, until yeah. more comes out. Yeah. Does, uh, is there a possibility, Matt, that, that Michigan overlooks Rutgers? You know, I mean, the whole idea no. that Jim Harbaugh had here was that they had to run the ball to beat Ohio State. This is, they just have to change their whole game plan. And so they, they, are, they are sticking to the run here. Uh, but it'd be interesting to, if maybe if they just think, ah, no. this, this is not a night. They were two and four last year. Mm-hmm. They changed their virtually their entire staff. Rutgers took them to triple overtime. They're playing at home in front of 110,000 people. They are not going to overlook Rutgers. And there's probably part of them that maybe maybe Shiano makes them nervous a little bit. They know he's over on the Ohio State sidelines. They know he's a good coach. He's, it's, it's, uh, they've improved. They don't have the players that Michigan has, but they've certainly improved. Uh, you got to believe that Sean Gleason has to have some kind of uh, plan, some kind of uh, a, a few tricks in the bag. I mean, how many can you, you know, tricks don't always work. And as actually this year, so a lot of their trick plays have not, have been snuffed out. So and, and, and because people because teams were expecting them. So they, there have been some trick plays uh, attempted there, Johnny, but they really haven't worked yet. No, no. We'll see. Um, they pulled out. All the stops a couple of years ago. Remember, they were down big 
to Ohio uh, State? In the, in the fourth quarter, that was at Ohio State, yeah. yeah. And they're throwing to Raekwon in the, in the corner of the end zone. They had, I think, a throwback on the kickoff where they ran it back for a touchdown. So, you know, Gleason's got these things under his hat. And I, and I you know, I don't think he was necessarily holding back on, you know, Temple and or Delaware, but I'm sure he's got a couple of things circled for this weekend and national television. I mean, these guys want to build resumes for themselves, not only um, for the schools that they're working at right now. So uh, he knows that people are going to be watching and, you know, they're going to need some of these things maybe to, to knock off a team. Who knows if they're, if they're close late and you have something that you like and it's worked in practice, you know, go for it. And and I think that they've shown the propensity to, to want to do that. Some teams will put these plays in their, in their, uh, you know, lexicon, and then they just don't pull the trigger on them, but they have, uh, they have proven uh, that they will do that. So be on the lookout for something like that. Listen, I'm yeah. hoping that this is a one score game either way at halftime. And that, uh, you know, the second half is something that you're going to want to get your popcorn popped and, and be able to sit down and, and watch a good, knock down, drag them out second half. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what you you hope for here is have a game in the second half, really. I mean, that, that's on. realistic, we, we, right? You know, we, I mean, we, the we see the points Rutgers has here. is they win. Yeah, well, but the re- reality is, so what are they? Are they the 52-0 program, you know, losing 52 nothing? Right. Um, you know, uh, the last game by the previous administration – uh, played uh, when they lost at Michigan 52-0? Or are they a team that took them to triple overtime last year? Are they somewhere in between? You know, I, I think a competitive game is what you can ask of Rutgers, what you hope that they can deliver. I don't think they'll win. I don't think it'll be high scoring. I think if it gets high scoring, it gets away from Rutgers a little bit. So I think yes. I think a low scoring game, I would go with the under, which is somewhere in the 50s. I don't know. I don't follow that stuff religiously. But as you mentioned, the point spread, I think they can cover. And I think that would that would be a win. There are no moral victories in sports. I understand that. If Rutgers loses, you know, they've dropped their first Big Ten game. It can be played as the same old, same old. They can't play with the big boys. But I think that they can... I think they can give Michigan a game and then, you know, move on to Ohio State. And look, they're not they're not Northern Illinois. I mean, uh, yes, Michigan won 63-10. Nor is Michigan Delaware. This week, so, true. No, we know. It's very clear. Although they have, Neither they have teams, the same helmets. Yeah. yeah, yeah same true. uniforms. Really, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, but they don't uh, – neither team has really played a tough schedule. Right? Yeah. Michigan beat Washington, but Washington lost – their opener to Montana. Mm-hmm. Uh, so neither, this is the best game on each team's schedule to date. Right. So we'll see. And then, yeah, and I think if you think if you were to, to get Greg Schiano in a, in a moment where he wasn't in front of the TV cameras or the, or the TV, um, the writers and asked him, you know, Hey, you know, what, what are we, what are we thinking here this weekend? I think as a coach, he would tell you, I'm looking for improvement I'm looking for the fact that we don't back down from anybody. We're going into a place with 101,000 people. and We're not used to that. A lot of these guys aren't used to that. I'm just, I want to compete. Are we going to, do I expect to win the game? Guys, really? No, I don't expect to win the game. Would I like to win the game? You're GD right. I'd like to win the game, but I want to see if my guys are going to compete. I want to see if we're going to compete because this is where we are. We're in the Big Ten. We wanted this. Like you said, we just want the opportunity. We think we're pretty good, so let's go out and show it. And, and yeah, on and I, Sunday when I pull out the tape, if I've got some positives to go with, 
they, they, they were ahead of the game. Yeah. Let, let's go. Let's and and he on. should have those, John. I think he will have those. And I think he alluded to that in his uh, meeting with the media earlier in the week. And, and you touched upon it. Like, this is what Rutgers wanted. I think he said since he was there at beginning in 2002, this is the league he thought Rutgers belonged in, and now they're here. But he also went on to say that basketball has held up its end of the bargain. The other sports, he finally— Are doing very well. Right. He mentioned that. He said they've, they're doing Women's well. Women's soccer, now men's soccer. To, yeah, now it's well. up to football to do its part. So I think he was acknowledging that they still have a ways to go. Maybe, honestly, maybe he is full Challenging of confidence— well, I think maybe he's full of confidence and he's underselling Rutgers a little bit, hoping that Michigan goes, okay, we're favored, we're home, we're back, we'll be okay, forgetting a little bit about the triple overtime win last year and, and how hard that was. And and maybe Shiano is trying to, you know, play a little game psychologically and feels his team is much better than they've shown so far. I don't know. There's all sorts of and possibilities. Let me tell you but this. But I think he made it clear in his words that Rutgers football is still not there. And so that's why a win is not, for my, in my opinion, is not necessarily in the offing, but a competitive game should be. And, you know, look, I, I have a brother who's an alumni. I've got cousins in, in Michigan, in Ann Arbor. And believe me, I'm telling you right now, uh, even being competitive with Rutgers is not okay with them. This, to them, should be a blowout game. They don't want to even think that Rutgers can even catch up in any way. I mean, it's the way it is. And so, I mean, the reality is, is you know, kind of not, we're not going to stay as awful as we had been, you know, with the, the debacle, the 76 nothing debacle that we saw years ago. And obviously we saw last year, again, not, as as Shiano said, not not real. And, and I agree with that. But certainly uh, stayed competitive, should have won, frankly, last year. But uh, a totally different year. I get that. But uh, these guys in, in Michigan want want to blow out Rutgers. And well, uh, listen, I can tell you from from you know I reference my coaching basketball. I don't learn anything about my team, nor do I really get anything out of it playing a team that that is not very good. That that you know you know you're going to win. I get revved up. You know, even at, at this meager level that I'm at, I get revved up when I go down to play against Maplewood or when I go and play against South Orange. These are like the equivalent of, of top, top teams to, to see, you know, what I got. And when I, when I have a good team, I'm excited. And I think that's sort of the nod, nod, wink, wink that Chiano is saying. I think he's really excited to see, you know, I'm only in year two, but I think we're pretty good. I mean, I think we are, but you know, until you Put it, put it down, and they snap the ball against this good team. You don't really know, but I, I think he's sort of giving sort of you know an air of confidence to the to the fan base, to his team, and to the to the media at large. Like you know, hey guys, we're coming, and I think we're pretty close. And I'm just as excited as you are to find out if we are as far along as we yeah, are. Yeah, and at, even at though and there are guys who have come in since he took over. Vedra will be an example, but it's still a large portion of Chris Ash's team. So maybe he's looked at it and said, you know what? I've coached these guys up about it. He would never admit it publicly. I'm just very private moment. We have worked our tail off as a coaching staff and we have coached these guys better than they were coached previously, but we've got them about as high as they can go. Yeah. And there's still a gap between who we have on our roster and who the elite in the Big Ten have on their roster. That is changing as Shiano has brought better players in, but for the most part, they're not yet uh, producing for that team. This will be 
starting next year, you'll see it, and the following year for sure. And then after that, it's a whole new ballgame. But right now, Rutgers is still dealing with a lot of Chris Ash products. They're in a better state of mind under Shiano. They've had success, the three wins last year in the Big Ten, on and on and on. But they're still playing with the big boys here and a rejuvenated big boy. And when the rejuve- when the big boy that's rejuvenated struggled last year, they still lost. So mm-hmm. there is a gap. There's no question. That's why yeah. a nice hard-fought loss is not what they're trying to accomplish. But I think that that will speak volumes if they can go on the road. Because they competed. That's what exactly. that's what, that's exactly. what wants to As they did last year. Yeah. As they did last year. Yeah. But the caveat is Michigan, and I'm sure you're – but family guys. says the same thing. Well, we weren't that good. It was a bad year. It was a down year. Harbaugh stinks. He should be fired. Oh, he's back. But he took a pay cut. He had to change his whole staff. Now Michigan is starting to be back. Right. So they, they have excuses built in for why it was a game last year. And now this, this is a big one, guys. And that is how is this team going to handle that atmosphere? 110,000 people. And that, and that place will be packed. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no question. It used to be where maybe there was a few in the end zone for a Rutgers game. I mean, I had gone to a couple of them. Uh, and uh, that that's not going to be the case. Uh, I thought they handled, obviously they handled themselves pretty well against Syracuse. Now, now the carrier dome can get loud, mm. and it was, I don't know if it was full, but it was damn close to full. Yeah, it wasn't. And, uh, there was a false report heard here based on a false report I read that the crowd would be pretty big. It was better than Syracuse had drawn, but right, not close to full. But they could be loud, and and uh, and they handled that. That was, you know, if you want to look at a comment, Syracuse is down. We know that, but it was on the road, a, a hostile crowd. No one at Syracuse wants to see Rutgers do well, believe mm-hmm. me. So they, and you know, it's New York. They were loud, uh, and, and they handled that. So it's good to see that they had at least a road game. Uh, and, animals, and, and yeah, I know it also, you know, but, you know, Noah Vedrill's been around some big crowds yeah. and even, you know, playing at home yeah, in Nebraska, the, the place is packed for, for Akron. You know, I mean, they're so into their football down there. So uh, he, the key thing there is, look, I don't think he's going to be phased. I think that uh, having him as quarterback this week is important. It's a guy who's got a, t- a, a bunch of experience at this point. And whether the limitation with the arm or whatever, I mean, he's a guy who can follow a plan and can handle and knows a crowd, knows when it's loud and understands it. And so I think yeah. that Noah Vedral in that spot at least can steady things and they can run what the planned offense is. This is the rest of the players who's going to be able to, um, you know, you hang you know, a question and then, for you, Steve. Yeah. Here's a question. We're talking a lot of glass half full going into Michigan. There's a very real possibility that they could go out and get whacked. So See, I, I don't we're, think they we're will. Talking, let's say we're talking, well, just devil's advocate. If, if they come out and they lay an egg and they get beat down pretty bad, we're, you know, what are we thinking? Is the 3-0 and start a mirage? Is this team same uh, old you know, what I'm, you know, Me, I'm thinking they're 3-1. and one. You know, they did what they need to do. No one expected them to go into Ann Arbor and win that game and go 4-0. You'd like to see a better show. And then Shiano will go to work on the next opponent, and um, and that's that's the way it'll be now. Because um, look, I mean, it, Michigan's playing very well, uh, but if they're committed to the run, which they're saying they are, and they just want to do a grind it out, it, it, it's likely not going to be a, a blowout. It'll be, a, you know, I, mean, I would be very surprised. You know, if it's, you know, some if it's a blowout, something like twenty. 21, 28 to three or something like that. If all, if Rutgers can't move the ball or something yeah. to me, that would be a blowout. Yeah. If you can uh, only get three points. Yeah. I mean, I, you'd hope that, you know, maybe 
maybe 28 to 10, something along those lines, right along with the, what the, uh, what the uh, spread is, uh, what the line is. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying I hope for that or anything. I hope they win the game. You got to go in now. And that's a big thing now. We got to go into these things. And say, hey, I hope, we, hope we're in it in the second half and can figure something out. That's what you're thinking. But, you know, if, frankly, I was thinking that against Syracuse. I think it was in Syracuse. Okay, I hope it's tight in the second half, which it really was. And they pulled it out. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, showed, yeah. they showed a lot there. They pulled it out. I mean, Syracuse wasn't a complete walkover, guys. Come on, they're in the ACC. They have struggled. It's a power five team. You know, let's uh, not go too crazy. They stink. Hey, stink. Well, that program stinks. Okay. They are. You're right. They are in a power five. Shiano Shiano was impressed with some of the things they did. You know, okay. uh, (laughs) But you know what? Of course, Shiano is impressed. Shiano's going to talk good about Westfield High School. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, we got Westfield High School this year. Well, you know, they've done a good job yeah. there. They coach those players up. I love that guy, the special teams guy. He's got some speed. If we can't contain him, here's a hundred to nothing after one quarter. It's a different Remember story. I want to find a coach. Week? Find me the coach who disses an opponent. Yeah, I yeah. got you. Yeah, they, you know. They uh, don't I, do I, it. Un- understood. Speaking of special teams, Matt, um, uh, Corsack will be another big key here, being able to flip yep. the field the way he does. And he ble- and you know what? He's a guy who can, you know, s- save you from a blowout. Seriously. I mean, a guy who can just yeah, field put a charge into the ball. that and, 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 we, lo- uh, we lost Johnny. Johnny, boy, have yeah. to dial him back up. Okay. Um, and Johnny's back. You, Johnny, you went into the black hole. What happened there, bud? Uh, well, I was getting my uh, tickets and, and, and ready to head down to Newark Airport for uh, – <laughs> But he came out at Ann Arbor, so short, I'm short that's how hyped up I am. Uh, yeah, I, I hear tickets are available for for uh, under uh, face value. So the question <laughs> is, where are they going to put that little sea of red? Will I don't know be that. Like I'm just all hoping. the way in the back corner. Yeah, there's yeah. Um, I've I've sat all over because you know I've uh, I've a cousin right, and he's actually uh, Tony McCoy is his name, and he's he's all his kids went to went to Michigan and. He's right in Dexter. And uh, uh, I, when I go, when I went out there, we just said, wherever he found tickets for mm-hmm. me is where I, where I sat. So I never sat in the Rutgers section, but there was always a big patch of red in one of the end zones. And, and how uh, were you treated there as a Rutgers fan? I know. Uh, you know what? I got a lot of. Say, like as I, a Red Sox fan at Yankee Stadium, how do they treat you uh, they're, as they're, a Rutgers but, fan? You know what? You know, the Michigan people are, by and large, nice people. And, you know, they, obviously they're into their football. Clearly they're into their football. They pack a stadium with 110,000 fans. So they they uh, they deserve that. Um, I got they a little really bit take of it seriously. Right? Nah, they, well, yeah. They, 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 what's a Rutger? I got a lot of that. What's a Rutger? And I'm like, you know, so I'm like, I'm like, guys, we 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 did beat you in uh, the first time we met in the Big Ten. I don't know if you were forget, forget that, but uh, uh, and then obviously it's been a lot of a lopsided games since then. It, again, as I said, it, I don't think they see Rutgers as much of a threat, so they don't really think about it. I mean, they're they're they're, right. th- they're thinking about Ohio State. They're thinking of, uh, about Michigan State, obviously. Yeah, and sure. uh, those are their. Uh, uh, the main concerns during the season. So Rutgers is kind of off. The Rutgers is considered, they circle it and it's considered uh, an automatic win for them. That's, and that's what they yeah. want. And that's what yeah. they're moving forward. That's what they want to see that it's in that, that they're going to beat Rutgers every year. And that's just the way it's going to be. So, um, uh, but th- no one's, you know, uh, you know, 
shaking their fist at me or cursing at me or I've never, I haven't gotten that at all. They're actually good fans. They really are. And they actually know their football and they have great tailgates. They do. I mean, well, I mean, my, I've, you know, my cousin up there, my brother up there, they know a lot of people and I'm always at a great tailgate. Actually, Keith Webster, he moved away, but he was right by the stadium. Keith Webster is a friend, went to school with my brother, friend with Tony, my cousin as well. And he held Bo Schembechler's headphones. He was the manager for Michigan wow. football. And uh, he cool. had a killer uh, uh, tailgate at his house, which was in the shadows of the big house. Nice. So that's what made it so much fun. And he was a great host. And the, and the uh, tailgate was fantastic. The food was great. They had big screen TVs out on the lawn and stuff, big tents <laughs> set up all over the place. Really, really fun atmosphere. So I really enjoy going out there. And then, you know, just work and stuff. I mean, you know, I'm working at the brewery now and there's weddings every weekend in September. And it's just been difficult to, to, to make the trip out. So I haven't been out, haven't been out there in a while, but I uh, hope to, to get out there in the future because it's a lot of fun and the atmosphere is electric, man. They really do. It's a, it's a, amazing stadium really is right in the heart of campus Ann Arbor is beautiful the campus is really is a great campus and it's a great school kudos to them man and then listen if you get 110,000 people and that's a, even if they're playing you know again Akron if they're playing you know an FCS they'll, they'll still come out for that game it, it's yeah. like oh yeah it's, it's, like a, it's a religion out there and and that and, and listen that's good for them and then they deserve a good football team. You're going to support your team like that. I mean, Rutgers, look, and come on, because we just haven't, we've fallen off in that area in terms of football over the years. I mean, Shiano brought it back. Then he left for the NFL. He's trying to bring it back again. The crowds are already bumped up. They already are, but come on. Um, you know, we're not even packing, you know, 55,000 into SHI yet. I think that's going to happen. And Johnny leaves us again. That's so. it. John, John, he's giving us a message. I think there's John, no question Johnny's, about that. Johnny's on a timer. By the way, uh, yeah. for people yeah. of a certain yeah, demographic, they'll remember. Uh, Johnny forgot to put a dime into the phone. <laughs> remember that? Like pay phones, like you, you put a yeah, dime yeah. and make your call and then you'd have like three minutes and, and then, then an you operator had, would get on and say, or, or just cut you off. You had to put more money in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh yeah. Back in the day, we're, we're showing our age now. Exactly. But, uh, Things yeah. that young people don't know. How yeah. about busy signal? Right? Do your kids exactly. understand a busy just, signal? Yeah, I'll keep that on. I won't edit it out so people understand they, that. They, yeah. they understand what that means now. It just you're, it goes right. to voicemail. Right. Back then you'd exactly. call and you hear that beep, beep, beep and you'd yeah. say somebody's on the phone. All right, we're at, we're up at forty minutes here. So, I like Time. I said, we had a Johnny lot. sent us a message. Yes, we had a, we had a lot to say. I'll just but, end it uh, by this: turnovers will be huge. Yes. Rutgers uh, has tur turned their opponents over. They have not really turned the ball over much. Michigan hasn't turned the ball over at all. Literally, no turnovers through three games. So, as always, that's going to be a key. If Rutgers can win that, they'll be in this game. Yes, I, I, I think so. If they can uh, continue on that run, we didn't really talk about it, but they are, uh, you know, they're, they're a plus eight for the season here. So if they can get some takeaways, that's going to be a big thing. Maybe a fumble or two, you know, mm -hmm. um, strip a ball. That'll be uh, really important. And we'll um, we'll see. And we'll see if they can stay in this game in the second half. That's what we're hoping for. So it's uh, 330 ABC, which is great, a national game. I uh, can watch it on the big screen, which I'm excited about yeah. at, at the brewery this weekend. So it's a 3.30 kickoff. And uh, we'll see what Rutgers is made of. As Shiano said, he was hoping to see, see how the, uh, the, his team stacks up. And we're going to find out. And so uh, uh, Rutgers starts their Big Ten schedule. That's this Saturday. Uh, we will be back next week. We do have some uh, 
guests coming up. Steve Edelson from AP.com will, will come at some point. Uh, we've got uh, Eric Legrand will be with us. Hopefully we can get Sarge and one of the guys from NJ.com here soon, too. And once we got now we're heating up with the Big Ten schedule, we'll get those guys on. Uh, check out uh, the podcast that's on Spotify. You can get it SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. Uh, I'm Steve Titchener here with John McLevy, Matt Lachlan, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.